Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> you know, gl no glasses day, Mo. Okay. No, no, I had to clean them real quick. I'm going to put them on because okay. now right. my eyes look even lower. <laughs> what the ah. Hell? I think, think, oh, she's not awake. Oh, I'm totally awake. <laughs> they had me going today on the group page. Like, I'm in the Senate confirmation hearing. Be official. Be real official right now. Yes, they had me going. Like I was in a Senate confirmation hearing. Okay, let's go. They're like, listen, listen. Let's go. I can handle my own. I'm good. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, West Coast Wednesday. We appreciate you guys. Uh, welcome to the show, Mo and yes. Mel, Girl Chat Sports. We are here and. Um, yeah, I've had a busy day, so I'm trying to get my head. I, I you know, we're going to definitely get to this Leah Thomas discussion. I went down a Leah Thomas like black hole. So I feel like I was in, entangled in all of this reading. And mm -hmm. I, um, you know, along with work and then trying to prep for the podcast. So I'm just trying to get my bearings right now. But we hope yeah. everybody's had a good week so far. It is starting to heat up. If you hear any kind of buzzing in the background, I actually have a fan directed at me because I refuse to put my air, air conditioning on yet. Like I, I'm not ready for that. Um, it is on upstairs, but downstairs it's not. And I don't think there's a vent in this room either. So oh, that sucks. Yeah. I got a ceiling fan action right now. We're not ready for the AC just yet. Yeah, no, that's how yeah. I feel. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's like that. So we yeah. want to welcome everybody to the show. If you're watching, please share. You can share it on Facebook, Twitter, as well as our YouTube. Please subscribe at Girl Chat Sports. Um, I did want to start off real quick, and I didn't blow this up to fill out the whole screen, but I did want to make sure we were reached out by a family member here for uh, Tyrone Moore, a.k.a. Ty. He is was living in Las Vegas for the last year or two. This um, young man who is 30, he has two young children two young boys he was hit and killed in a hit and run off of the um sr 163 which is that road down to laughlin that right. goes through laughlin and there has still been no information in regards to the car that hit him when they when he was found he was already deceased um they reported that he most likely was walking down laughlin down 163 which seems odd yeah because i guess the you know apparently ty didn't drive or own a car right. so family are wondering why he was out there and why he was walking um, a lot of questions if anybody has any information please um email justice for ty ty at yahoo.com there is also we posted it to our instagram and to our facebook you're welcome to share it use the hashtag justice for ty ty uh, and please contact them if you have any information as to where, if you have any information as to who he was hanging out with or what he was up to. Yeah, because or he lived here for him. like over a year and some change, right? Like a couple of years he's been Over here. a couple, he's from Seaside, yeah. California. And apparently his family said that, you know, he was a very uh, friendly guy. If you, if you had met him, you probably remember meeting him because he was a great person. So, mm. um, you know, we don't know the background of what was going on, but we just really hope that there's more information because... Unfortunately, yeah. there's not a lot being done here in Las Vegas for him. So yeah. we definitely appreciate any of that. Anyways, um, yeah. Oh, shout back out to, to the people that actually shared from my story. Yes. from our yes. page. I appreciate that because that was a good yes. one. So and for those that, that were tagging the news outlets because yeah. somebody I needs to figure news. out yeah. what's I'm happening. figure out what's going on, what, ha what happened. Yeah. We definitely do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think, oh, here we go family member was chatting in so that everything that we said yes. is accurate so yeah. good 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 again if there's anything that you have to uh information please reach out justice for that's f-o-r tie tie at yahoo.com 
All right. Uh, today is also National Puppy Day. It is. And although I know you guys are sick of seeing me and my dogs on personal Facebook and Instagrams and everything else, um, I don't have pictures of mine ready to go because you guys you guys know Tilly and Shook, like they're household names at this point. That's but uh, we did want to share some of our fellow athletes and their animals who they've shared today. Um, so you've got Justin Fields and his dog, Uno, which uh -huh. I thought was adorable. And Patrick Mahomes and Steel. Yes. And of course, Juju, who's repping with his French Bougie. bulldog. Bougie. Yes, Bougie, and Bougie's also on his shirt, of yeah. course, because he's Bougie. Yes, so. shout out to Bougie. Bougie of number course. one, and Bougie number two. Right, and then you've also, of course, got Las Vegas Raiders own Max Crosby and his two dogs that are decked out in his jerseys. Because what other jersey would they be wearing? Right, and then Christian McCaffrey with the Gun Show uh -huh. is wearing. With uh, Oliver Sprinkles. Yeah, Oliver Sprinkles. What a cute name. Isn't that cute? I was I like, okay, Oliver Sprinkles. Oliver little Sprinkles. mini golden doodle or something yes, there. Yeah. I know. Like, that was so cute. Oliver Sprinkles, babe. <laughs> Oliver's getting it in. Yes, yes. Oliver's dad. Jeez, yeah. those arms. <laughs> Look at Oliver's dad can come to Seattle, but <laughs> that's yeah, we would love that. But is he staying in Panther Land? We've got so many different trades going on and acquisitions. But yes, you never yes, know, right? yes, most definitely. Yeah. Um, and then before we get into some hot topics, of course, it wouldn't be another week without some Hugadores Locos. Oh, yeah, because they're out here in effect. And I, I kind of want to entitle this one the, the Fighter Edition. Um, it just seems as though we all know that MMA fighters are a little quick-tempered, hot-tempered. Mm -hmm. um, and all three of these guys are from or reign from MMA and UFC. So the first one is uh, the retired UFC fighter and current MMA analysis. Oh, is it Shay? Shale? Mm -hmm. Sonnen? So he's got charged 11 counts of battery. So this happened back in December. They had uh, an original case of five charges that was dismissed back in January, but they just dismissed it with prejudice. So they were able to refile. Well, they did. This guy apparently attacked six people, including one woman at the Luxor Hotel back in December. He apparently hit, kicked, punched and choked all six of these people. Uh, it's reported that maybe uh, that there was a man that harassed his wife on the casino floor, which definitely is not okay. But does it mean it's grounds for releasing the beast? So Did now he's got... at the table. Was he on the table when his wife was getting harassed? He probably let thousands off the table and went crazy. But... Just excuse it. I'm just saying, like, what warrants to go ape like that? And a woman, too. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, not to like say that women don't. There's once in a while where sometimes I've seen a couple of women step over the line sometimes. But what are you doing that you got to then put out hands on six different individuals? Yeah. That, that's a and you're at the Luxor, too. No telling. The Luxor. What were you doing there? I, I don't know. Not just so the Luxor, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was some big news of course we all saw them in uh us uh ufc 272 mm -hmm. where was uh colby covington and jorge masvidal uh, of course covington won that in united decision well apparently um colby covington was hanging out with uh i forgot his name one of the guys from uh barstool the guy from barstool is el presidente 
and they're all tagging and doing videos and Instagrams and snaps and Twitters or whatever and putting down locations next thing you know, Jorge shows up and busts Kobe um, in the mouth because he broke one of his teeth and uh, did something to his wrist. So there's some allegations and charges pending for Masvidal. Um, apparently he had yelled out, you shouldn't have been talking about my kids, but come on, really? How old are we that we're now stalking our opponents or our ex-best friends and, and, and finding them on, um, on the streets of Miami? I mean, people are fighting over their kids these days. I get kids that. Kids is a real sensitive subject. Like, I'm not excusing it either on that end. But I'm, I'm not, ex but I, I mean, I, I get it. it be and we know everybody's fighting and acting crazy. And we know Colby definitely pushes that line when he talks because yeah. he has this persona now that he's developed and, and become like almost like a wrestling persona he has now. Like, mm -hmm. he's got this theme. Uh, but yeah, so there's another one. And then, of course, uh, as of today or on Tuesday, Conor McGregor was arrested in Dublin. He apparently had a little road traffic violation. I don't know what it was. There's no strict, there's no, he wasn't held. He was arrested for a period of time release. But I mean, he's going mighty fast in the Brantley GT Coupe. Mighty fast. Mighty, mighty fast. fast. He was hitting those corners, you know, <laughs> hitting corners. What's up, Donnell? Yeah. Yeah. Jorge, you know. he, he's he's upset, but I mean, here you know, if someone were talking about your kids, I'm sure you'd want to pull up at some point too, whether they were. Uh, they don't even know your kids. Like, come on, stop it. But people, but you like know, I these said, people. Everybody is fighting over their kids these days. I mean, and social media just happens to capture it all. I mean, the kids thing is one of those subjects you don't touch, especially when it comes to athletes, entertainers, and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can diss me mm -hmm. all day, but don't when it comes to the kids, don't involve the children. Because they're innocent, no. they're innocent pawns in this situation. So maybe that's yeah. how you felt, you know. And that's what I'm saying. It's just trending now that the kids is a sensitive subject. Uh, yeah. Ugh. It's just, it's always something. There's always somebody out there doing something. There will never be a reason to not discuss Hugadores Locos because no, and we didn't talk about Big Baby <laughs> and his Hugadores Locos. Oh, you got to talk. Not, not to mention, you moved down yes. to somebody's seat yes. and got blasted for that. But then you are not even supposed to be at a game out on your bail for your whole Hugadores local scam and PPO thing. He wasn't even supposed to be in that state. He wasn't supposed to be in that state, sir. <laughs> like you're tripping. Like you're 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 on a probationary period. You're lucky to even be out. And not only do you sit in somebody else's seats because you don't like your nosebleed seats. Which we're guilty of moving down. But you I mean, I've been way. there. You I don't go to the, I don't go to the front row because well, usually first that's of all, little... you should know that people probably just went. To well, the I'm not famous, and you're not going to notice me as you would him per se. You know what I mean? But the thing of it is, is anybody in the front row is not gone. They're, <laughs> they're gone to the bathroom, or they're gone somewhere else. They're gone to the bathroom. They got to talk to a friend. You know good and well if it ain't the fourth quarter, you watch that seat for a good twenty to thirty minutes. Move down then. You're you good. moving down early. Like, yo, I just got here. You're in my seats, big baby. I love you, but you're in my seats. Get up. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then you're messing on your probation, too. Like Violating all kinds of probation. You know there's cameras around. And you know you're big baby Davis. You know you're recognizable. You know you're a former Celtic and you're going to one of their games. If you're As if anything else was game, happening. Or if you were at a lights game or anywhere else that localized, it probably would have got you so tough. But you went to your own home team's game to support. 
You can support yeah. from your TV, sir. Listen, <laughs> uh, speaking about the eight, the the Las Vegas lights, though, is that what you mentioned? Or you said yeah, the lights. Said? He could have got the lights. The lights. The so this Saturday, if you're going to, so last Saturday they had a game. Of course, and we talked won. about it. Where you and they won. Yeah. First game at home. Yes. So this Saturday's game at home. If your name is Elvis or you're dressed like Elvis, you get free entry to the match. There's going to be a lot of Elvises in the building. That's cute. That's really cute. I loved it. I loved it. They come up with these nifty promotions and I have to call them nifty because that's the only adjective I can describe. They're wild. Like there's somebody with a great imagination on their PR, like, you know, team that's coming up with these ideas. Right. It's it's pretty good. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Yes. All right. So some hot topics. We want to start off with, um, so New York City, the mayor is expected to lift the private sector vaccine mandate, specifically for for performers and athletes tomorrow. If that does happen, then Kyrie is free to play at home, as well as the Yankees and Mets that are unvaxxed are able to be eligible to play at home games. Good. Wow. It's more like, will it for sure happen? I know they were talking uh, to Steve Nash, and he's like, listen, we've heard this before. We've heard that things were going to happen, but I don't believe it until Kyrie has a ball in his hand on court. So, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I hope it happens. This is just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It would. It, it, it's... It's kind of ridiculous that it's gone on this long, especially when you're letting fans in and they're unvaxxed. But right. um, hopefully it happens because it would be nice to see Kyrie be with the team at home, especially right. with playoffs coming for them. Yeah. Um, they yeah. So last week we talked a lot about Brittany Griner a little bit. So she's still in Russia. She's been there detained since February 17th. No one had really heard from her or talked to her. News came out today uh, that U.S. officials had met with Brittany Griner today for the first time. Mind you, it's now at March 22nd, 23rd? 23rd. Yeah, and she's been there for over, she's been detained for over a month, and this is their first time seeing her. Apparently, she's doing well. Um, well, as can be expected, I guess, for being there and that they're going to continue to work closely with her legal team and her network. So we obviously keep our her in our prayers and, and ensure that, you know, she gets through this all right. Of course, she's supposed to be detained until like May something, but it looks like they're going to try to work on getting her out sooner. But if that happens, I don't know. And what does that mean for her WNBA season? And right. So many A questions. Lot of questions. Yeah. So many yeah. questions. Yeah. All right, Brittany, get her out of there. Free, free Brittany, please. Since she's in good, good spirits or good shape, I yeah. I mean, that has to be something on your mental health, even like I mean, just being stuck in. Remember how people were cramming just have to stay in their house during during pandemic? Imagine being stuck in a cell in, in a Russia. different country. Who knows what it's like in there? And uh, my mental health would be completely out of whack, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get on to our next hot topic and final before. Uh, let's discuss the case of Miss Leah Thompson. Mia okay. Thomas, sorry. So we all know Leah. I'm sure we've seen her picture Throughout many avenues of social media in regards right. to being a transgender woman. Um, she actually on Thursday had competed in the 500 yard free swim and was the first transgender athlete to win the NCAA division one championship for the 500 free. 
Um, there's been a lot of topics, discussions, um, pros and cons, people outraged, supporters, a mm-hmm. little bit of everything. Um, I did find um, a few videos that I wanted to share with people so that they can be more engaged and hope maybe hear something that they haven't heard before. Um, but I wanted to start off. There's a the 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 first um, the first transgender athlete is uh, Shyler Baylor, I believe it is. Um, he was a D1 NCAA men's athlete in swimming. He was the very first transgender um, D1 men's a- uh, NCAA D1 men's athlete. He has an Instagram and he discusses a lot of topics uh, for transgender athletes as well as transgender people. A period. And there's a discussion that he had with um, a lady who had she had posted on her social media. And here's a war start assuming they are jumping out of the gym they are stronger than all of us they are faster than all of us could you please share with me or anyone who's feeling this way why it would be okay for a transgender woman to join the usc volleyball team per se cannot you said jumping out of the gym stronger better faster whatever you cannot just say i'm a woman and waltz onto a women's team you have to be on hormone suppressants for one documented year and what do these do they make you feel like shit because they bring your hormone levels down um, they suppress your testosterone. And I know many trans women who've gone through that. It's not a fun process, especially as a young athlete. It's like doing the opposite of getting better. You have this idea that, they, that everybody's actually, your language was great for this for this purpose, that they're just going to decide they're a woman and jump onto the women's team. They can't do that. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's good that we're talking about this because other people think like this, right? So you can't just, first of all, it's not a decision. And second of all, nobody's going to do that. Third of all, people are like, oh, but men are going to do that so they can win women's sports. And do they know anything about toxic masculinity? Like no man is going to think, we need the rest of that. But so, there are some. So, person speaking was formerly a woman who is now a transgendered male who man. competes in men's sports. Who did compete in men's swimming. Okay. Men's and swimming. apparently, no okay. man in the world and noticed that. that. And had an issue with yeah. that. Okay, continue. Yeah, of I'm course. Because. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, uh, of course, because, you know, men are, are biologically just better than women at everything. So that's kind of what the male derivative is, is that granted, we know men's bodies, men's hormones, they are stronger. They are usually taller and leaner and have more muscle mass understood. Um, But (sighs) we're in 2020 now and and some things have changed. What people don't maybe also don't realize that this NCAA policy for transgender athletes was developed in 2010. Where were all you guys that can't stand this back in 2010? Is it just because Leah Thomas won something on Thursday versus other times when she wasn't? She's been competing. It wasn't like she just started competing and won this national championship because she's actually come in last place on a few of the events with women in her mm-hmm. in competition. This is like her first win for anything. There is in the there women's is. competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and now actually, say she probably threw the match, but she didn't throw the match, right? So on Saturday, there was a 100-meter national championship that also occurred there in Atlanta. Um, not only was she the only, she was one of two transgender athletes. There's a transgender man, Isaac Hennig. Yeah. So he was a female-to-male transition. Um, he's removed his, um, his breasts, and he's had those taken uh, out. He's also – he hasn't started hormones yet because what technically keeps you from entering or, um, I guess, for a woman to a man, transgender, from 
entering men's is that you have to be on the hormones for over a year. He hasn't started hormones as he want or as he wanted to continue on and finish his season with Yale where he was swimming. So he actually took part in the race with Leah Thompson, uh, Thomas. How do I keep saying Thomas? Mm -hmm. Thompson. So with Leah Thomas uh, on Saturday, both of them did not win. Leah actually came in in eighth place, eighth of eight. Um, Isaac tied for fifth. And there was um, a woman who won, uh, or a cisgender woman who won first place in that meet. So, I mean, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> I just, you know, what I find is that you, I know that there are some at women athletes out there that are, I'm not favorable of it. And I know, um, and I can understand their points too. I would more so love to hear the, um, the, uh, the people that are against this from female athletes, because they're the ones that are having to go against right. transgender women. So their opinions would be something that I would take into consideration more than a homosexual cisgender man who just doesn't feel that it's right. Or that it's nice. Yeah, I'm curious about that too, but I'm also more curious about which 300 swimmers signed that petition in order for over 300 over 300 that are in the collegiate swimming um, arena in support as support uh, of Leah Tom uh, Thomas in doing it. So, right. Um, members of Team USA, the Olympic swimmers, collegiate swimmers, all signed this in support and being an ally of her and the transgender and non-binary swimmers. You know, we're evolute, we're, you know, our world is evolving and things are changing. And I think some people aren't able to put their mind around it per se. I guess my other issue is whatever your reason is for not feeling this is appropriate, whether it be religious, whether it be personal, whether it be some experience you may have had, I don't know. Uh, but what is your personal opinion and continuous outcry to make a point of things have to do with what she's doing? Is it affecting your life personally? Is it affecting your child's life personally? Um, you know, like we saw a video of like a parents that I think uh, their daughter from Virginia Tech, she placed 17th. And they were upset because with one transgender person placing above her, her spot, the her spot for her to go to nationals was taken away. I can understand your take on that side, being a parent, you know, your daughter missing out by one spot at the same time as had it been either woman or, you know, any other, any other swimmer, your, your daughter was 17th out of, you know, how many. So there's so many avenues to this. It really is. I mean, a lot of people are arguing that it's not fair and that kind of thing and trying to home the message of fair, but I'm just wondering what's fair play when we are a sports driven community and a sports related where there are men's sports where people have doped up and enhanced and performance enhanced and still continue to performance enhance. And they're still playing in an all men's league as males, cis males, and <laughs> are still competing at a high level on certain degrees. And no one's saying anything on the edge of that. Same on the women's side. No one's saying anything on the edge of that. So I, I just don't understand the fairness part of it when this whole sports thing has always had some kind of technicalities to it and different mm -hmm. rulings. They've accused women of steroid use. They accused Serena of steroid use because she had a competitive edge. Like, come on. Like, so... <laughs> 
what are we fighting for here? What are we really necessarily fighting for here? And the thing of it is, is I had stated and, and maintained the statements that I've made uh, on the group. And I normally don't engage with the group too much. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you know me, I keep a very low profile. Of sure, sure, myself sure. And right. Nor one, I don't have the time. Nor two, I don't have the energy for it. Number three, it's just not that pertinent to me. I guess I'm not that passionate about the subject matter at hand, but I am passionate about people's rights. Right. Um, and I think that's where I step in on certain things because there's just a lot of stuff going on in this world today. And when women athletes were sexually abused, raped, paid this, this discrimination. No um, one cared then. No, no one said a word. No one said a word. And I'm just confused now how all of a sudden Leah Thomas comes into play and she is the subject of all major cries. I, I, I mean, I we're seeing like thousands of posts years, about her. 10 year anniversary, 10 years from the time NCAA passes ruin. If you really have an issue, take the issue with NCAA. Technically 12 years. 12 years. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's 2022. I'm sorry. 12 years. Yeah. Take the issue with them. And, and another thing, I feel like your research needs to be a little bit more valid instead of sound bites, clips, even though we paid like a little portion of something from someone that is trans that spoke of experience competing in a men's league when they were biologically born a woman, but now now are male. So um, I do want to play another video no, from him okay. because he actually addresses some of those um, miss the, those facts, those fake news facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that were we've seen all over social media. So if you are watching, look at these. I'm sure you've seen some of these facts that have been posted all over your social media. Um, and so it's good to know the actual real truth behind those as well. People who say that Leah Thomas is dominating or destroying women's sports are lying to you. 27 records were broken in NCAA championships. Leah did not break a single one. And this isn't to prove that trans women can't be great athletes or win or even dominate. It is to prove that people are lying to you in order to turn you against trans women athletes. Although Leah's 500 freestyle was amazing, her time of 433.24 was not even top 50 of all time fastest swims. Leah's time would not have won in this for six out of the nine years prior. And in some of those years, Leah's time wouldn't have even gotten second. If Leah's competitor, Brooke Forty, who got fourth, went her best time of 431, Brooke would have beat Leah by nearly two seconds. Leah also got fifth in the 200 free and eighth in the 100 free. These facts are important not because Leah didn't accomplish something amazing. She absolutely did. They're important because they prove that you're being lied to. Leah performed very well, but she is not dominating competition or even shattering records like so many are falsely claiming. The domination narrative is trying to trick you into thinking that including Leah is unfair. The only thing that is unfair is how horribly Leah is being treated. Hey, stop scrolling. You are being lied to about trans athletes like Leah Thomas. You've probably seen the 462 to first ranking floating around somewhere. People are trying to manipulate you into thinking that she sucked beforehand on the men's team and now she's winning everything on the women's team. They're even saying that she wasn't a standout athlete before. And this is an outright lie. Leah's top rankings in her best events before she transitioned were 11th, 12th, and 38th in the entire country. Leah was absolutely a standout athlete before she transitioned. And even if she only came from 462nd and there were no other rankings beforehand, it's not unusual for an elite athlete to go from the hundreds to first place in the span of a couple years. Katie Ledecky, 230th to first in two years. Missy Franklin from 800-something to first in four years. When cis women get good, people say, wow. No one says them winning is then unfair. They're just great athletes. Leah is too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
So Ladaki, yeah. So she went from 200 to first in, in two years. Okay. So it's and not impossible for people to jump rankings. And uh, <laughs> I just, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, because I can't, you know me, I'm not a stat person. I'm never going to research stats up till I die. Like, it's just not me. But I think we but, should. I think you have to, especially when it comes to an argument like this, you have to look at the stats and the Well, for sure. And that's sure. why seeing that video being it brought to my attention, right. like you're seeing what those stats are. I read into the NCA policies. Things actually started back in like 2005 or readjusted in 2010. They redid it again in 2017. They started again in 2022 with some new, uh, with a new policy that basically is a rollout in three different steps. They have something for right now. They have something for the season of 22, 23 and the season of 23 to 20 to 24. Mm -hmm. What they don't understand is that this is not going away. And although there are states that of course are um, making laws against transgender in right. athletics in right. different states like Florida and right. some others. Um, I think Arizona has one too. There was a story about a 10 year old who was transgender and um, there was a possible law that would be getting a place and the family wants to move. If that's the case. Cause you know, you can believe in what you believe, but transgender feel that they're stuck in, in a different body than what they should be, you know? And for some of these athletes, even uh, there was a person who had a really good article. Um, I want to say it was a Newsweek. Yeah, it was uh, Newsweek. You sent it to me. It was excellent because it, mm -hmm. it was also... Erica Sullivan. Okay. She was a yeah. silver medalist in Tokyo. She's gay. And mm -hmm. she talked about how it was hard enough for her to be gay in right. a swimming as a cis even to be gay. I remember when that gay. was an issue. I remember when that was controversy. And so for her to be able to come out and not have to deal with the pressures or the hiding or the insecurities of what she was in, now she's able to swim at her best because she's who she is and she can be able to be that on all platforms. So she used right. her platform um, to discuss the Leah Thomas stuff. And she said, as, as this is what she said in quotes, as a woman in sports, I can tell you that I know what the real threat to women's sports are sexual abuse and harassment, unequal yeah, pay and resources and lack of women in leadership. Transgender girls and women are nowhere on this list. Women's sports are stronger when all women, including trans women, are protected from discrimination and free to be their true selves. Yeah. You know, I had said that I mind the business that pays me, you know, because it isn't the business that I'm in. This yeah. I'm in is retail. That's what gives me a check. That's what keeps my livelihood. That's what keeps a roof over my head and pays my utilities and everything else. To me, and I'm not trying to diminish that the subject matter is not important because it is an important awareness to educate folks. But her sure. winning was not in my business that I could care. I was like, oh, yeah, great. And I That's move great. on about my day. I don't have the time nor the energy <laughs> to dwell in something like that when me as a black woman and a woman have other battles to fight within myself. I have to sure. mind the business that is affecting me. That is not necessarily affecting me. However, it seems to affect some members out there royally. And I a lot more men than women, I yes, think, too. Yes. And I feel like it's not so much that, because uh, I said I'm not threatened by it, I'm not anything, and, and one person shouts Bill Logan. I'm gonna put him on blast. But I knew where Bill was coming from. He comes from yeah. all caps, and I know it's not emotional. That's just how he takes. It's just He's how like, I'm not saying I'm threatened by it. I'm like, I didn't ever said you were, bro. You're. I'm not saying you're not. I say I'm not threatened by it. This does not affect me in any shape or way. All I can do is for my mentals is live in my space and my truth 
effectively make sure I make it out the door every day and succeed at what I do and anybody mm -hmm. else's success is great for them. I'm worried on the business at hand of my success. I will salute anybody that gets successful in a praise and wins and anything like that. It does not matter to me in the scope of this. It really does not. It doesn't do anything. I physically cannot beat her and I know how to swim. I'm not a competitive swimmer. I cannot <clears> beat this woman. I can't beat any male. I can't do any of these diving competitions. Can you guys? I feel like you're coming at it like you can beat them. <laughs> of course. If you can, I would love to see Please. you at the YMCA. Please. Please. Beating that time, going fast. Just so they can take I on the ladies of the WNBA too. They can take them I all on. I personally cannot beat them. This is a competition realm that ain't none of my, I know nothing about this. <laughs> I know nothing. I'm not equipped to even have this physicality or the skills to beat this woman in her competition, as well as any of the other collegiate swimmers, as well as any other Olympic swimmers. I don't. And like the U.S. Olympic swimmers actually have even more stringent rules, too, as well. Like, they have to be on the testosterone uh, replacement for three years. And they have to, you know. They do. They have to be yeah. on testosterone for three years. They have to take the meds the first year. They have to be on testosterone for three years. Again, she's coming from last place to actually winning something. And it's an uproar. So if they lose every time, it's like, oh, she should be winning because wasn't she a guy? Guys should be, be able to be girls. That's that's bull crap, Right. And if her genet, if her hormones have suppressed any type of testosterone, technically she is no longer in that male genetic. It's under ten nano or yeah. What I don't know the she's no longer fraction. considered a male in my opinion. If that's science, the testosterone level, yeah, which is so, crazy. I mean, I don't. Where do people find the time? I mean, I was people, already busy enough. People joke today. about the you know James Chappelle saying if LeBron James were to go over there. Hello, first of all, if LeBron James goes over there. Uh, if LeBron James goes over there, he will no longer be LeBron James. He'll be Brittany Griner because he's going to suppress all his hormones of testosterone and turn into Brittany Griner. Now, no one's ever said a darn thing about Brittany uh, playing at the level that she plays and questioned what's going on. She's totally cis, cis female. Never said anything about her athleticism. In well, she has done some pre, I guess she, she has done some surgeries, a surgery. She doesn't have so top yet though. The only athlete huh? in WNBA that's had top is that other lady that did the article. No, it's Brittany. Brittany had it. No, I, I Googled her. She has not had top surgery. That is her. That is all her. Wow. You can do chest presses until your chest gets flat. Whatever no, but do. yeah. She did not have top surgery. The only one is the other one that has had it. What's I that thought lady? she did. No, no. Look it up. Know. It's the one chick that I will. had the. With the we'll we'll side note stuff. this bar for yes, later. We'll post that, an article. I've that before, but she's not one of them that's ever had top surgery. She, ah, there are women that okay. are naturally born with small chests, and there are women that are naturally sure. born with sure. big ones. Um, again, it does not define your femininity of who you are as a woman, okay? Um, and looking at the, at the scope of this whole thing, I did not want to give this type of energy. I don't feel like I need to express it to a mature audience that should be able to understand stuff. But we're you know, giving it to our audience. And some of hey, those listen. maybe don't have that voice. So we want listen, to be able to help those I, give listen, that voice. Listen, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm just saying uh, it's Claridon. Thank you, Miss Bondi. Shout out to Miss Bondi. Thanks, Miss Bondi. Claridon. She is the only one no that has had top surgery that has done her okay. top surgery. Gotcha. Brittany Guy okay. is born the way she was. Deep voice and all. Weezy Jefferson had a deep voice too. Be all yeah. had a deep voice too. Let me just tell you something. It happens. This is not, you know what I mean? Well, and you can be born a female right. and have high, have testosterone. high testosterone. You can. 
I, I, I was, I had high testosterone. When, I don't know. I haven't tested my testosterone late levels lately. When I was a kid, the, I had high testosterone, which caused me to like have more breakouts and whatever else. And my doctors had to put me like on a medication at an early age. Cause it was just like a lot, you know? Some and so people grow mustaches. Does that mess with And have that? beards and stuff. Beards? Yeah. I, I just said, you know, genetics and, and, and science is, is crazy. It's a great thing. And if you're not enough to it or educated enough to speak on certain things, I, you probably want to do a little bit of more research instead of castigating folks, having these strong opinions that are not based behind facts and more ignorance. That's where I kind of get like, okay, you're just saying some stupid stuff right now. Like if you got a personal opinion, just keep it to that, but don't constantly harp on this. Well, they're harping on it because they want to prove a point. And I get that. That's what men do. They want to prove a point. They want to drive it home. I'm just trying to be right (laughs) in this situation. I'll let you be right. I'll let you have it. You're right. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very secure woman. I'm a Listen, I don't have a problem. I don't with care. It. I, I do not care. It is like I said, it is not the energy that I am focused on as myself and my own being. I have my own struggles, my own things for my own culture and everything else as being a woman to defend. And this is just not one of them battles that I have to really get into with someone. I just wanted to say that when things are just people are treated wrongly is where I step in. When people are judged, that's when I step in. You yourself have been judged. I have been judged. Judgment is not good for anybody. And in this current climate with the war going on and we got all this other crazy nefarious stuff going on, I just think- There's other battles that your energy could be put forth to. Like I said, I felt like I was in a Senate confirmation hearing today going back and forth. I said, this is why I can't engage on the Facebook thing because First of all, my fingers are getting hurt because I'm arthritic. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, this Got them Twitter the fingers today. Yeah, I'm not, this is not the battle I'm trying to convey. I'm just I'm just pointing out my opinion on that factor. You know, <laughs> the decision is up to you. You live your own one life. Thank you, Kente. You know, yes. regardless of what it is, what does it have to absolutely do to you? And your children going up saying, well, I have a son or daughter that's important. Your son or daughter could end up being a best friend to a transgender person. Your best friend, their best friend could end up being a gay or lesbian person or queer person. This is the space that we are in. This is the time that we are in. You don't know who is going to influence your children's life. They may influence you not to do those things because that's not who they are, but they probably will influence them to be good people, loving people, accepting people and supportive people. And that's all that it matters. It's just too much because I feel like, you know, we always talk about racism starts in the home. You're not learning to be racist unless it's from somebody right. within your home, right? So, and that's a decision that can't, you can't choose what color you are. You can't choose what ethnicity you are. Right. And in the LGBTQ community, gay, lesbian, transgender, it's not a choice. They don't say, hey, you know, I want to wake up today and choose to be a different person or a different sex because I hope I want to get all I this I want to go hate. through all this trauma and bullying and almost nearly. Yeah, let me do that. I would love to do that. I want to no. do all of those things of getting snickered, sneered, booed, hissed. Heard upon, beat upon, bullied And that's on, what Leah also, also got on. outside of Atlanta with those protests. Just so I can have a better advantage to win a, no, to win a competition? That's okay. not it. But guess what? Now that you're teaching this in your home, guess what your kids are going to end up doing? Being those same people. Yeah. 
And if you've got grandkids and your grandkids in your home, and this is the same kind of aspect you're putting on in your household or with with your friends and family and your kids are picking up, but they're just going to relay this message as they get older too. Yeah, we spent too much time on it. I'm just, I'm done. Both of us. I'm going to, so this is my new t-shirt. We rise by lifting each other. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. I mean, space has nothing. If you don't got nothing to say, nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. The space has nothing to do with you. At the end of the day, that space has nothing to do with you. What does it have to do with you? Nothing. That space has nothing to do with you. Leave them alone. Yeah. I'm saying them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at a corporate standpoint, we are in a space and time now, even at my job, if I'm introduced, if I'm introduced or I have to introduce myself, the corp- the term is, hi, I'm Mo, I go by she, I go by her. You know, we are in this space now where there is gender names and bi- binary, non-binary, all of that. We are in a different time and people have to just get on deck because that's what it is. You either go forward with it and keep pushing or you fall behind. And just be like, right. whatever, you know, but right. I, I, I'm just done. It's so And Heather crazy. mentioned the argument that she hates most if she can't have babies and she's not a woman. Ignorance is not always worse because there's a lot of women out there that can't have babies. Yeah. So that definitely makes them aren't a woman. And, and men have dictated that, you know, it's all this toxic masculinity of dictating dictation of how women should be, how women should look, how women should feel, the gaslighting, the this, the that, the uh, stop it. Mm-hmm. Kente says um, everybody should really just love on each other regardless of our statute that's why I love sports it brings everybody together negative or positive well it does do that I think all races all sexes can enjoy sports however in things like this that are also sports related it has made almost it, <laughs> it shine a light on those people which we already know those people from before we've seen their posts we've seen their actions but it's like most said, I think mentality when it wasn't integrated in sports, when blacks and other nationalities weren't allowed in sports, it's almost it's like, like you're hearing the same type of stuff. Do these men think that these women or these transgender women are going to come out and try and take their jobs next or try and take their this? I mean, what are you scared? Why is this such a big deal to you? Then that means you're not overly competitive or competitive in your own nature to not win. I don't understand. I'm just confused. <laughs> I don't know. Just. Whoo! Okay. We're right we're gonna, we're the Lakers are back. winning 39 to 32 against the 76ers. I okay. don't know. If Is Embiid still won, out? Embiid's in. Embiid's out. Embiid LeBron's in out. LeBron's out on knee soreness. He was standing there talking to two chains on the on the court. We saw that. Twice okay. in and playing up. It's a home game. So we'll see what we can do. Speaking of basketball, I thought this was hilarious. I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> um, where did I put it? Oh, yes. I want to call this the Tristan Thompson pill. So apparently a major breakthrough in contraception pill for males is found to be 99% effective in preventing pregnancy. So oh, for all those Tristan Thompsons out there that can't seem to uh, knock it off, hey, take the pill. You don't got to deal with any more, you know. $40,000 child support issues. But male, men are here designed to procreate. They can't take anything that alters their body like that. It's too women-like. <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't start it, Mo. Don't start I'm it. I'm just saying. I get it. I mean, there's a lot of men out there that have way too many kids and not enough means to take care of them. They should be taking this pill, especially if you can't strap up. Especially period. if you're scared of the vasectomy thing. This probably would be a good alternate route. I mean, How often do you have to take it? Do you have to take it every day like women? I didn't see all of it. Mm, I just saw the 
I just saw that it was a, you know, it was, it's, it's a topic that needs to be explored more. I'm sure we'll hear more about it for, uh, when it comes about. I'm curious to see how that works. Yeah. So like literally two or three days ago, it was announced that Zion wouldn't be playing for the rest of the season. And then today this comes out. See right there, so, that right there already makes me nervous with him. That landing was horrible. You know, come on, guys. You're doing, you, you've been injured all season, and now you're going to do and then, and then it's bad uh, off the backboard between the leg dunks. The basketball just ain't even about dunking. It's about getting out there and play, which you have not this whole entire season because of those type of shenanigans. The only thing that is proven to me showing this video is that he has lost some weight. He is no longer 300 pounds. But his landing on that dunk could have cost him another season. That was terrible landing on the dunk. Terrible. Well, he's been cleared for one-on-one -on -one activity. Maybe he's able to make it, or maybe he's just uh, setting his sights on next season. <laughs> I mean, that duck was horrible. Don't do that in real time, honey. You step on somebody's foot, it's over again for both of you. Well, I don't know if he'd be doing that in real time. I don't know. I can't say. I don't know. But it's good to see that he has a, a little pep in his step now and actually can maybe focus on ball and work off some of those quarter pounders. Um <laughs> Uh, as far That's as my bulls, my bulls are, are going downhill fast, but Lonzo ball suffered a setback in rehab. Yeah. Um, he isn't able to run in practice or run for 10 days. Now this was as a Monday, the, the bulls have, uh, not been doing so great, but I'm of course would simply still make the plans and playoffs, but keeping hope alive. I just hope that Lonzo can come back when it is playoff time. Cause it, uh, it'll definitely be needed. Uh, Dame Lillard's not going to be, is going to be out for the rest of the season. Of course, the Blazers aren't making the playoffs and they're not going to rush anything, but I guess surgery went well for his abdominal surgery. Uh, Jamal Craft Crawford, Seattle's own has retired from basketball at 42. Was he playing this year and just decided to retire, or was he not? I, so I, was I saw it, and I was like, "Was he playing? Like, why is this happening right he now?" For? I didn't even know he was playing. To be quite honest with you, who's he playing for? For anybody in the chat, knows. Last time I, I, I just was like, was "You're retired." Does that just mean you're not trying to get back in the league? I don't know. Maybe he finally filled out his paperwork. I, I hadn't seen him. I, I didn't even know he was still in the league. To be quite honest with yeah. you, yeah, that's news to me. Well, but Isaiah Thomas is still in, and he's going to be playing with the Celtics yeah. for the rest of the year, so that's, yeah, that's good for good. him. That's good. And then 10-day contracts and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then LeBron uh, passes Carl Malone, the mailman, uh, for number two in NBA's all-time scoring list. Yes. I mean, yes. he's been playing forever, and he likes to shoot, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He played against Cleveland and won. He did a monster dunk that landed well. Mm -hmm. Over Kevin Love. Kevin That's Love. One of his buddies. That's how you do a dunk, Zion. <laughs> Don't ever show that video anytime again. That made me cringe when he landed. I was like, ooh, jeez. At least he, he needs to get some strong ankles. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about these NFL <sighs> stuff. The NFL. Yeah, because. <laughs> oh, hey. My t shirt. <laughs> Oh, okay. New t-shirt. New t-shirt. Shout out to Raider Image over the weekend at the 60% off clearance sale. Nice, oh, nice. I, I bet you there was there was no Devontae Adams jerseys there oh, yet. Of course. Though, sure. not, not, they had a lot of Marshawn Lynch shirt uh, jerseys. If anybody wants to okay. pick up a Marshawn Lynch. They had some, uh, shout out to Beast Mode. They had a couple of Beast Mode pieces here and there. They okay. also had some military uh, jerseys for Josh Jacobs. 
for the kids. Oh, only nice. Kids sizes. Oh. Um, they had inaugural pins, which were really cute because they were like lapel pins for every yeah. single game. So they had them in like a little box set. And then you get some for your jacket. My dad got some actually. I should have got some oh, for my okay. jacket, but I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't really like them. They looked, you know, they just looked. I don't know. I probably would have lost them. I'm losing my pins <laughs> off my jacket. Right now. Uh, thank you, Kente. My Raiders are definitely legit because we got. Well, let's teams. let's start oh, real quick because this ahead. is what Stefan Diggs says today. He says, "What the hell is going on?" Because yeah, yeah. today. Today was another blockbuster, like, what just happened? Right. Tyreek Hill, pro bowler, from, of course, from the Chiefs, goes to the Dolphins on a four-year, $120 million four-year deal. So now, first of all, when Devontae Adams signed with the Raiders, he was the highest-paid wide receiver. Right. Well, now Tyreek Hill is the highest-paid wide receiver. He matches up uh with Jalen Waddle. They're gonna be like the fastest wide receiver duo. The cheetah. What does that what does that mean for Tua though? Is Tua gonna be able to hit the 60 yard pass to Tyreek sprinting down the line? I mean I it's mean, gonna be a I test for can. Tua. I think he can because and honestly I think this was a good move for the cheetah to go down there. He definitely wasn't getting any looks with Kansas City. They went to one Super Bowl appearance and lost. They lost to the Bengals in the AFC championship. They haven't really affected, effectively used this guy since then. And in the regular season, Tyreek Hill is like a no-show because Pat Mahomes is doing other type of trickery. So let this man live and go down to the Dolphins and get him out of our division because we didn't need that anyway. Ah, so let the truth be told. Anyway. Let yes. the truth be told. So you know we're happy anyway. But no, this is a great move for Tyreek Hill. Uh, and to go from Kansas City to Miami, like that's a win right there, just in yeah, weather-wise alone. It's tax-free, yeah. and the property taxes down there too. He's gonna be fine. He's got a big check, and yeah, yeah. Several days. What the heck going on? You got Jacoby Brissett as your backup quarterback right now. Like you, you're getting that kind of action. That's what the hell going on. Shout out to Mike Dixon, our numero uno Miami Dolphins fan out there. I know he's excited yes. for his season. Um, it should be interesting to see how well this goes and how much more effort Tua has in this season. And if he pulls it off, like, I mean, hey. Godspeed and wish him the best. You know? Let's see what it does. <laughs> but your Raiders, Man, like Kente said... The best ride Raiders the are definitely legit. We are legit. I mean, the Chandler Jones thing was one thing, but Devontae, Tay-Tay coming here. Tay Man. 17. That was like your here. wish wish. That was like that your was wish, wish for all year. That was my wish. That was my wish the whole time. And the guy truly is a Raider. I listened to his press conference yesterday. The kid that grew up in Palo Alto. Whole family is a Raider family. Whole family was, was not traveling to Green Bay to see him play truthfully, because it was just too far. His dad is known to go on road travel. And yeah. so he likes that. It's close to home. That was part of his decision-making. He always wanted to be a Raider. His third-grade yearbook photo had him in the, the Seawood jersey saying <laughs> he wanted to be a basketball player or a football right. player. The kid is a Raider. We are so excited to have this guy. Derek Carr is super excited because he's got his buddy back. That's his boy. Fresno State. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said Derek Carr promised him a car. If he signed with them, so I'm going what? to buy a car, he's going to buy it. <laughs> a car on car. top of the $141 yes, million dollars he gets. A car. <laughs> a car. Yeah. 
You guys yeah. also signed uh, Chiefs wide receiver Demarcus Robinson yes, to a year did. deal. Yes, we did. We'll take that. You guys too. are stacking so we're up. Stacking up. So our defensive line and offense, there should be no excuses for Derek Carr and, and the Raider Nation. To there can't be any game. excuses. So here's the deal. There you guys be. have no excuse. We have Unless, no excuses. You know, we have none. zero excuses. Zero. I mean. Especially with changes happening in, Chan- in Kansas City where there's been right. movement made. The AFC right. West is getting players, but also right. losing some players. Right. There should be no excuse. There really should not be. But my my football God prayers have been answered. You know, I told you it was rumored he had bought a house in the ridges. We weren't yes. sure if that was true. Yes. The week before and then a week after he announces that he's here. His wife is currently pregnant. So he was like, I was consulting her most of the time on this decision. My family on the Bay Area side, I was consulting them with the decision. Now they have the opportunity to see games. He was like, his grandmother was not able to travel to Green Bay to see him play. Now she has the opportunity to come out there. Granny coming. Granny coming to the Al. Yes. Coming to the Al to see him play. So uh, it's, it's an exciting thing. It's what a time to be a Raider. Finally, finally long overdue. We felt this way with Randy Moss, but we felt in our hearts that Randy Moss was not a true Raider. He ditched us for the Patriots because we weren't setting him up for success on that end. This Mm -hmm. guy is now set up for success. I mean, the biggest, biggest move was to get rid of Mike Mayock. Because had we had Mayock still, we would have never had this. this none of these whole moves, thing. None huh? of these moves would have never came through. Never. None of them. And uh, to have Josh McDaniels as our head coach. I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait for the season. Well, let's can't see wait what Derek Carr does. Either. And I can't wait Yo, for fantasy football is going to be insane. Yeah, First of all, I'm going to need like it. a whole month just to study. Because I won't even remember come, you know, July, August, where all these people are at by then. It's going to be crazy. I yeah, mean, I, it is. I, I honestly was thinking, okay, I got to draft Cooper Cup. I got to draft this. I'm going for my juggernauts. I've got to put my list together. I wasn't even going to participate in the, uh, oh, no. I was going to take a break from the fantasy. But with this no, going on, all these Mo, moves, come on. I got to play. I got to Yeah. And of course, we know there's going to be those people that probably haven't been keeping up with sports throughout the last few months. And they're just going to start drafting, realizing they're drafting the people that are in the wrong places and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of, I mean, so mm-hmm. we also have Deshaun Watson getting traded to the Browns. Mm-hmm. That's going to be big. Odell's even saying he'd go back now that there is a quarterback. Right at home. And I'm sorry, I, I said that wrong. Jacoby Brissett is signed with the Browns as a backup quarterback. Oh. And Case Keenum got an offer to go over to Buffalo. Case Keenum is the backup over at Buffalo land. And where's Baker going to go? Maybe he can be too. Here's the deal. Baker's going to have to just bite his tongue and be a backup somewhere. There was no more starting jobs, really. Although I've heard about Seattle, but we don't need Baker. I mean, I mean, at this point, it's like, are there to have Gino start for a few games and Baker at this point? Like, and Pittsburgh we don't need shopping that. him, talking about we'll take him. But see, Cleveland's not going to let him go without a first round, <laughs> round draft pick. He's stuck right now. Come on. They're going to release him. They're going to release him. He'll go free agent. But still, yeah. they're not uh-huh. giving him up on a trade unless it is going to be a first rounder in that mix. Right. His trade value and- is not worth a first rounder. So no other franchise is speaking up on taking this man except Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh's not offering anything. They're just saying, hey, we'll take him. And Pittsburgh... According to Edith, shout out to Edith. She don't want him. Yeah. So she really don't want him. <laughs> Our either. resident Steeler fan. Yeah, yeah. She don't want him. So, I mean, I don't know. It was everything what? that I thought and more with right. him. He did not live up to the expectation. You had OBJ on your line and you did nothing with him. You are not the quarterback. I, I told you, I never liked Baker Mayfield. And this is the reason. Now he's There's going to be a, a big halt on Baker Mayfield commercials after 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, back on the Watson thing, though, real quick, I wanted yeah. to mention, shout out to Natasha uh, Gransberry because she had posted that part of Deshaun Watson's deal of that $230 million is that his first year's salary is a million dollars because should he have to forego some of his earnings for that season due to the civil charges, he ain't losing much. Oh, so okay. smart on his agents, smart sure on his is. attorneys. That was genius. It is genius. And he still got a big payday coming to him after that. Still. Yeah, very much so. And Deshaun Watson uh, is far better and better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I don't care what nobody's saying. The, listen, the Browns are going to be loving it. Just like, you know, they were loving Braun getting them a championship. They're going to they're going to enjoy this Watson deal and having mm -hmm. uh, having a different guy on at the helm again. I mean, the Browns are used to seeing a quarterback every year, if not every couple years, if not five times in one year. So the, it's nothing new for them. And yeah. uh, hopefully this is something good for, for Deshaun. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster gets headed to the Chiefs. Yeah, probably one of the other reasons why Tyreek Hill is on his way out. Yeah, um, Matt Ryan to the Colts, your guy Marcus Mariota over uh -huh. to the Falcons because uh -huh. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, yeah, is going to be freezing up there in Indianapolis from yeah. now on. Um, yeah. interesting to see what Marcus Mariota does for the Falcons. You know, they've been stuck in a rut for it seems like for a few I years think now. Be good with them, I think he'll do really. I good think it'll be them. great. I think it will be great for them. He's got mm -hmm. a great run game. I wish the Raiders could have utilized it more. When they did, they did in trick plays, which were very I would have mind. I would have and minded I, having him like with Mariota. Seattle. I had no issue yeah. with Mariota, you know? Yeah. So I, I think it'll do great. It's about time. I think the Falcons were kind of the laughing stock down there in the NFC South a little bit. <laughs> and I think this time it can kind of be redeemed, you know, that they, they can be better. So, yeah. Uh, listen. Yeah. I'm excited. Jameis, Jameis stays with New Orleans, okay. which I think is good for That's him. Good. He got a two-year deal. That's good. Um, there's been speculation that possibly Kaepernick is working to try and uh, meet with Pete Carroll and John Schneider to have a workout with Seattle Seahawks. It has been confirmed, but he said he's been in talks. Nothing has been discussed, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Seattle's also trying to work on a DK Metcalf extension before the season ends because of course this is the last year of his uh, rookie contracts. So they're trying to get something in place, which I think will be a little hard unless you're paying him major money cuz he doesn't yeah, have a quarterback that he trusts show him right the now. Money for him to stay. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And we did also resign Rashard Penny, our running back. Yeah. So hopefully no injury this year. He could have, you know, the full season um, that we ex have expected from him since he was signed off his rookie deal. But we shall see. I'm still a little surprised. So you guys know my guy, Bobby. Bobby Wagner, B-Wags. The last of the Legion of Boom. The last Legion of Boom. I just, I said two things and maybe my football gods weren't listening correctly, but I did, obviously I don't want him on the Niners, the Cowboys, but there is word that he met with the Rams today. Mm. And although I don't hate the Rams, I also need to see my team go against Bobby twice a year. It's going to be the same thing as seeing Richard Sherman. Although Bobby, I love way more than Richard Sherman. Yeah. Um, Cause Richard Sherman of course left us and went to the, and went to the Niners, but right. Yeah, but I feel least, like the Niners are more of a nemesis team to you than the Rams, even yeah. though you guys were in that same. Division. I like the Rams. I don't hate yeah, them. I, I love. I mean, the especially the Rams. I think are, I I enjoy them. And if they were yeah. to make it to their Super Bowl, hey, I'm rocking my Bobby Wagner Seahawks jersey for them. But I just do you have to go into the NFC West? Like, yeah, that's what nice we got to do. A whole another different division, but how it is what it is, or a different yeah, conference. Yeah. Shout out to Kendi. I get Seahawks also yeah. signed uh, Justin Coleman, the uh, cornerback. I think he was a. Uh, Falcon, uh, I forget. Yeah. Shoot. 
But yeah, uh, Leonard Fournette also returns the Bucks. How do you right. not return he, the Bucks? Yes, Tom Brady's calling. He pick up the phone. I mean, we're gonna hear about Gronk here soon too. I oh mean, yeah, the, the group, back. the gang's back together. Come on, he's coming back. The boys are back in town. <laughs> They're coming back. The boys are back in Get town. Down. Yeah. Like 48 uh, hours of that music. But, yeah, you already know. Oh, Speaking of back, baseball is back. Spring training kicked yes. off this past weekend. Um, I know our Mariners and Dodgers played a game. I know we won. Yes, of course, it's just preseason. It of course, is. Then we got That's killed okay. in the next game. But yeah, because Freddie just... Freeman came up at bat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be. I'm excited. Baseball's back. I know for yeah. Seattle, our home opener I think is the 14th. Um, I wouldn't mind going home to see that. Game. But hey, it's all good. But what's interesting is that this year, the free agent frenzy has been 3.265 billion dollars. Billion. billion. Wow. So after a 99 day lockout, this has been the most lucrative off season in baseball history. So just to compare. The previous record for most lucrative seasons in Major League Baseball was 2016. It was 2.4 billion. Okay, this year, 3.26. Mm. That's like almost an entire billion more. That's nasty. Of course, the Rangers the went crazy. Yeah, your Dodgers went crazy. Oh, the Mets we went to. crazy. Tigers, everybody. We had to. Our lineup looks so crazy, and and. Shout out to Kenley Jansen. Farewell, Kenley. Kenley has moved on. We no longer have Kenley Jansen as our closing pitcher. And I think that's going to be mm -hmm. the issue with the Dodgers is not having a pitching uh, bullpen so much as we do for our other bullpen of players out there defensively on the field and our hitters. But uh, Kenley Jansen, Jansen was known to be one of our closers. He has, uh, after being with the franchise for so many years, <laughs> started with the Dodgers. <laughs> Being with the Dodgers, he is moving on. I think he is with the Braves now. So that might oh, yeah. have been that whole Freddie Freeman situation. But wow. yeah. Kelly, I'm just gonna miss you, but it's okay because you made me nervous. I'm kinda glad you know, <laughs> I to bring that nervousness over to Atlanta and let them deal with that. But, so they've yeah, also Freddie. made a new rule. Uh, the new uh, Otani rule. Basically, yes, it's for the universal designated hitter. So starting pitchers who are in the lineup can yes. stay in the lineup as Good. a designated hitter even after they're done pitching. Right. So they're able to promote more two-way players like That's Otani good. for the Angels. So That's good. It, it's crazy. It's That's crazy. good. Let's see what it does. I'm, I saw yeah. that. That's great. What's up, Arlington? Yeah, closers or Diamond Dozen? Ah, yes. I think it depends they on the are. closer. It man. depends, man. Listen, closers are Diamond Dozen. I think for the Dodgers, we have good closers. We didn't, I mean, Kenley. But if you got go. a good one that you can count on every Kenley time to close? To no, Kenley made me nervous. I tweet at tight off shoot. Here comes Kenley. We don't know what we're going to get. And then sometimes he's clutching, sometimes he's not. I don't need that nervousness in my life. I'm just saluting mm -hmm. the guy for being who he was. He'll always be a Dodger to me, but, you know, it's time for him to move on. I wasn't really saddened by that news, I guess I should right, say. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I was a little sad, though, about uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is now no longer a black Yeah, he's wild now. traded to the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. The guy is on a retirement tour. That, I know. I, I just have him like. come back here because we clearly needed a good backup when Leonard was out. And yeah. that was a little detrimental. I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights, they're they've been on a on a slump as well, too. So yeah. first you two, Arlington. <sighs> You're in my prayers and thoughts and everything. Um yeah, Arlington, Arlington. We love yeah, you. We love you. Thank you for chat chat typing in. Um okay. yeah. He's on a retirement tour. 
probably gonna play a few other little teams until <laughs> he says I'm out. But yeah, I think the Wild are doing fairly good. Like he has another contender. Yeah, you know, he can maybe win another chip out there yeah, before if he his time is up. And then he, he pieces out. That's basically his mission. I said I see what this guy is doing. I just wonder, does his family stay in Chicago now? Because like, why keep moving the kids? Like, at some point, do you just? I Stop. wonder where the kid, I don't know. How does that work? I don't know. How does that work? It's Packing lot. up and moving? Packing up and moving. Moving is hard. It's stupid. And I hate oh, it. Oh, man. No one it's likes intense. to move. It is intense. No. It's stressful. It's all of that. Um, I didn't even have it on here, but March Madness has already been intense <sighs> and crazy. Uh, Listen, shout out to my boy Tarek and uh, also to my boy, uh, also to Kenny. Um, I got to go to uh, Caesars VIP March Madness party on Friday. Then we went to uh, the Cosmos VIP party on Saturday. These games have just been ridiculous. There is no bracket left. There is no perfect bracket. And that probably took place like halfway through the second. It all started with St. Peter's and then it went down. St. Peter's, listen. Went all the way down to St. Cinderella Peter's. story. Yeah. I think this is <sighs> I mean, Baylor's out, so that made me happy. I didn't think Baylor was going to win anyway. I, I still have Gonzaga and Villanova. I'm still rolling with that. That dead doggone uh, Drew Time looks like he's 30 out there. I don't see why he can't. Gonzaga, win man. They've yeah, got it. I don't see going how he can't uh, win a championship this go round. There's no Baylor you have to compete with. Uh, probably just Villanova. That's what I got in my final two. But my bracket is completely busted. I did know uh, UCLA was going to the Sweet 16. I did advance them to that. few of my teams were good as far as Sweet 16 picks. That mm -hmm. St. Peter's is what just a rippling effect just killed yeah. me. Them, yeah. and I think it was another uh, bust I had that was pretty bad. I've got three brackets right now, and I just. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, so my backets were already bad after that yeah. first round, and then the second round really, really first did. First round was good, and the second round it really got me too. And shout out to the Lady Rebels, you know, shout yeah. out to them, shout out to Lindsay LaRock. I mean, girls, you did the best you could do. The two Thompson sisters were playing each other head to head. Arizona's just that school, and I don't it's know tough. what happened because you guys were running with them all the way up until the end of the third quarter. It was the top gas of the fourth, just and just gas just ran out. Then it didn't help yeah. when Lindsay got a tech and all of that. It just went down, but I still give you guys props. <sighs> but to get in there and to yeah. be in the to dance, like... And to be in the dance... We hadn't and to represent the, UNLV, yeah. there has been nobody from UNLV being able to be represented for the school. I mean... That, that's since 2010, I believe it was the last time for the ladies. So, I, I, thank you, ladies. Thank yes. you. I salute you. Dad. I also wanted to show this, of course, the black head coaches and coaches for women's that have been in March Madness. You've got yes. the black head coaches that are now in the Sweet Six. If you saw one, Juan Howard, it, he had a really good win. He had an emotional time. He was at, hugging with Chris Weber. He actually hugged one of the players in the op on the opposing team, which was really sweet. That was yeah, a really good moment. Yeah, that's because he knew moment. that player, and that player played with his yeah. son. They grew up yeah. together, so yeah. yeah. And the St. Peter's coach, I mean, he's doing one crazy job. They said that they had nobody on that team that was on the – what is what is it, that rank list? The top right. uh, high school players – well, yeah. you know, uh, Shaheen Holloway, he played for, was it Purdue or something like that? That was like a oh, really? big time school. Yeah. So to see him. And shout out to the ladies. Peters. Listen, I don't know if you're yeah. watching South Carolina, but that first round they had, the, the opponent had two points, I think, in the entire first quarter. I think they scored 21 the entire game. Shout out to my sisters. Yeah. I didn't want UNC to go. I was kind of <laughs> not. They was no mothers. 
I don't even know why his picture is even up on there. But that's not here, that. I don't know why he up even in the conversation. But All right. So for girl power, I wanted to uh, let you know about Lauren Jensen. Lauren uh, plays for Creighton, uh, Creighton, but she left Iowa last year after playing with them. Her her time was diminishing with them. So she decided to transfer over to Creighton. Of course, she's given her team its first Sweet 16 berth while beating her previous team of Iowa she also scored nine of the last 10 points for her new team, wow. including the three-pointer that sealed the deal and sent Iowa packing. So if that ain't, if you know it, you good and your time is not being made available for you to be playing, you can switch your team and go out and, and beat your opposer. So this girl, girl power in a major way for yes, her. Yes, definitely. Amen. That's what's that. up. <sighs> uh, let me get some sneakers through here and then we can go because we've already... We had a long discussion today. <laughs> Took too much time. It was a lot. Too much time and energy. It's like giving birth for real. Like I'm tired. I need a drink. I need a real drink. Yeah. Like a- <laughs> All right. So uh, like I don't, if you buy these shoes, please don't ever look at me in person. Uh, Yeezy 450s, the, the cinder come I'm out tomorrow. I'm not a fan of 350s. I'm not a fan of 450s. I'm not a fan. I, the only ones I probably could look that looks like an actual sneaker to me. Is the seven fifties? That's the only ones. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't lure look at Yeezys. Period. But you know, I mean, these are interesting. Fashion. I feel it. These are the Power Ranger by Reebok Insta Pump Fury. The Rita Repulsa. These come out tomorrow. I just saw these and was like, wait, what? They look like Fendi's. <sighs> I love how all the sneakers are trying the to look fur, The camel color. Yeah, they kind of look like the Fendi's. I don't know. We've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again because they come out on Friday. Uh, the Jordan 3 Retros, the Muslins. Or they come out, yeah, Friday. And then the Jordan 5 Retros, the Jades come out on Friday. Oh, yeah. I like those. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. The Sevens uh, Retro SC, the yeah, Sapphires cool. come mm-hmm. out on the 30th. I don't have a picture of all three of them, but the Nike has three shoes coming out for how for basically Halloween and April. Yeah. These are the Halloween Dunk Lows, and they'll be out on 4-1. And then there was one. Oh, yeah, these. The Air Force One Flax yeah. comes out on the first. <laughs> Interesting. Flaxseed <laughs> flax. flax oil. <laughs> There'll be a lot of old men. Dunks are heavy, too. <laughs> Those Jeez. things look heavy. They are heavy. Look super That's heavy. Oh Lord. Every time um, I try to take my shoe off to somebody, I should know it's gonna be pain because that shoe is heavy as heck to hit across okay. somebody's head. Not that I'm trying to choose violence today, I'm just saying. Oh. I have to protect myself. <laughs> that shoe is very heavy. The Jordans oh, are heavy. So she's not choosing <laughs> violence. I'm today. not I'm not trying to choose violence. I'm just saying if I were to get if you're too close to my space and try to do something, I quick to take off. You're my coming, shoe at, me and, yeah, you're coming you know. at me and coming at me. Hey, it's better than a weapon, oh, weapon, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right. 
All right. Um, again, for our Las Vegas community, if you know anything about yes, Mr. Please. Tyrone Moore and his death, um, he was yes. killed in a hit and run out in, near Laughlin on uh, State Route 163. There has been nothing in regards to information that can lead to the person who hit and killed him. He's a father of two boys. He's from Seaside, California. If you know anything, if you've been seen him or if you're friends with him or if you know where he was or why he was out there walking around on the state inter, uh, on the interstate, um, please reach out to Justice for Ty Ty, J-U-S-T-I-C-E-F-O-R-T-Y-T-Y at yahoo.com. You can also share our post that we posted on Instagram and Girl Chat Sports on our Girl Chat Sports page. Please help if you have any answers and you can help um, help the family figure out what happened to him. Yes. And pray yes. to the family. And I pray yeah. that, you know, something comes about of this. Some and kind of answers. I hope. Listening to be all hands on deck with sharing this story because it's just unreal and just. There's a it's lot of sad. to the story. And it just, like, it, when I literally Googled the story, it was only a report of the actual accident that occurred. There was nothing since. That's yeah, it's very reported. great. And there's a lot of holes in the story. I just, yeah, I, I understand the family. One there's a answers. lot more that's got to be happening yeah. there. You know, yeah. definitely. Well, you guys, um, we appreciate you tuning in today. Yes, of course, thank we you, know everyone. Little, but we appreciate you. Hopefully, you. hopefully, you have a great rest of your week and a great weekend for those in Las Vegas. It's about to be 90 this weekend. So, um, if <laughs> pool season is pool back. season's back. Let me get my tan back. At least for the Any, weekend. <laughs> for the weekend, then it cools out. I won't be yeah. here, so I'm not I'm gonna miss the nineties, but yeah. um well, it's okay because don't worry, it's coming. Listen, again. I don't need I don't need it anytime soon. I'm good. Yeah, right. I'm good with the seventies. So right, right. Uh, we wish everybody um a great week. Be blessed and please make sure you check us out next Wednesday, same time, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share on all social media. Thank you. Thank you, Bye. guys. We'll see you.